If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And there's nothing like free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. And the best part, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to C's Simple Secrets, middle of the night edition. I know I'm going to be sounding a little bit different than I normally sound because, like I said, it's the middle of the night uh, drop. And uh, I guess the great thing about having a podcast is that all you got to do is press record when you literally just want to get and get your feelings out, your thoughts out. So, like I said, it's the middle of the night. And I'm wide awake. The thing that's on my mind is, um, well, it's really, it's a lot of things on my mind. But one of them is um, I've been planning this whole, like, revamping of the podcast and just doing a relationship series. So I already started, like, brainstorming the titles and creating the um the headings and everything and like the descriptions of everything and I guess this is kind of like the precursor to that right so um the other night I was watching Zero F's Given which is the latest um comedy I don't know if I want to say comedy show or um it's not really a series but the latest um comedy sketch that's what it is from Kevin Hart and at the end of that, he was talking about um, having a butt wiper in your life, right? And I really wanted him to like elaborate on that because anybody that has ever had surgery or ever been in like um, a position where you just could not move your limbs or anything like that, like you knew exactly what he was talking about. And Oh, of course, in the comedy sketch, like, he really made light of it and everything, like, um, talking about how when he had his car accident and he had his first bowel movement after it and how uh, the nurse had to come, this, like, six-foot whatever Mexican nurse <laughs> came and had to take care of him, you know, after he had his bowel movement or whatever and how he just stood and waited for him and you know, how that occurred and how it brought him to tears, right? And if you've ever been in that situation, like I know I've been in that situation when I had surgery and it's like you go to the bathroom for the first time, right? So I can remember trying to get up and you try to get up and you know, your body, your mind is telling you that yeah, you can move. Go ahead. Jump right out of this bed. <laughs> but your body literally feels like it's dropping on the inside when you first stand up after surgery because, you know, whatever has occurred, whatever has taken place. So I can just remember, like, going to the bathroom, right? 
and how difficult it was and how I needed someone to help me to even walk to the bathroom and just going to the bathroom and um, may as well kind of give you a precursor here <laughs> because um, of course it's going to get a little gross or messy so let me insert my um, viewer discretion advice or listener discretion advice warning right now so um, I'll just give a little bit of context behind it I had a myomectomy um, actually a laparoscopic myomectomy which is basically where um, it's a robotic surgery that's performed because I had fibroids and um, they were causing me a lot of pain and anybody that's had like um, polycystic ovary syndrome or fibroids or this or things like that then I'm sure you're familiar with you know what I'm talking about so it causes you an overwhelming amount of pain. Um, when I say like I used to be healed over um, when, you know, my cycle would come around because I would be in so much pain and, you know, you're passing these huge blood clots. And I mean, I was passing blood clots that were larger than quarter size. So, I mean, just like really huge. Uh, I passed maybe like sizes that were maybe not the full palm of my hand, but definitely like the middle portion of it. And of course, it's extremely painful because it's coming through a small area, right? So, um, I can just remember many times when I just, be on the toilet just like shaking literally because of losing so much blood and just the size of these clots that I was passing and I had like so many pictures of them because it was like astonishing where it was looking like I was passing parts of my liver to be honest like that was the size the texture the consistency so just to give you an image of that, so I decided to have the surgery because it was just causing me so much pain. And um, those of you that have dealt with this know about the swelling. Um, I've heard people describe it as you looking like you're pregnant. People are asking you if you're pregnant, but you know you're not pregnant. So it can be a, um, it's a mental thing. It's an emotional thing. And it's a physical thing. Like, it definitely takes a toll on you in several ways. And then because of the loss of blood and things like that, you deal with anemia, which, you know, is making you tired and you're just fatigued and don't really feel like doing much. So there's a lot that comes with this. So fast forward, I have a surgery. Surgery is successful. But I get up to go to the bathroom afterwards and nobody told me what to expect. And it's no shade, um, but I, I had a male doctor and I'm not sure if that's why he didn't tell me or what. And um, so get to the bathroom and I look down and I'm like, oh my God, there's so much blood. Like, I just wasn't expecting that. 
So, of course, I'm just emotional and just the weight of, like, even trying to carry my own body to the bathroom and then having people, you know, have to, having to have a nurse walk me to the bathroom and then getting there and seeing all of this blood and it's just like, oh my goodness, it's a lot, right? Overwhelming emotions and everything. And then you get ready to wipe and like he mentioned, it's weird because you only have surgery on this portion of your body. Like they literally went in through my stomach. So you wouldn't think it has any impact on your arms, right? It's like my arms are not connected to my stomach directly. So why would they be affected? But because of the surgery and um, the stitches and all that type of stuff, you cannot, you don't have that mobility, right? Because when you get ready to move your arm, you're pulling on the other areas. They're being pulled. So when he talked about having that, that butt wiper in your life, like, my mind literally went back to that time because I can remember having to have my mom and the nurse come into the bathroom with me, having to have somebody like get me in and out of the shower and just basically do everything for me for those maybe first couple of days. And the reason why I just wanted him to really dig in deeper on that is because you don't really realize it until you're down, how it feels to be down. When you're up and you're able to go, pick up and go wherever you wanna go, like they um, had taken me off driving, so I wasn't able to drive because I was on those strong pain medications so just all of those types of things, it's like, you never think about it until it happens, right? So you're sitting in the house, you got cabin fever, you can't go anywhere. And you're just thankful for those people that come to you and support you and are there for you when you need it. Like I did have an overwhelming support, I will say that. But being in that type of situation, is not something that a lot of people go through that are in your circle. Like you hear about stories from people, but not many people understand what it's like to, you know, sit on the toilet and pass these big, huge clots and then go through this recovery after the surgery and everything like that. So it's like, they're there for you and support. And that's what you really need at that time. But you don't, they don't have a full understanding of like what you're going through, right? Or the um, being able to actually see because the fibroids I had um, were one was larger than a grapefruit and there were other smaller ones as well. So that's pretty big to have something like that in such a small space as your uterus. So you can imagine how painful it is just like thinking about it being stretched out and expanded like that. So basically, you know, I just kind of wanted him to go in deeper on that because it's like in those times you really realize who's in your corner. Those people that, that are going to be there and support you and you realize what really matters 
And having that type of experience, like, really changes your outlook. Like, I can remember I had a friend that had, like, a freak accident and ended up breaking her leg and um, was confined to a wheelchair for a period of time. And it's just like, you never think about it until you get in that situation. Like, who's gonna be that person to put you in and out of your wheelchair, to push your wheelchair, to take you to places that you need to go? And even the, the things that people go through, like just the simple things that we do, walking up to a mall, like she wasn't able to do those things because of her accident. And then starting to realize like, wow, these are not really handicap accessible. Like, how am I supposed to get up here? It's not even a, a ramp or not even like a um, curb on the sidewalk where you can just push it up and be able to go straight into the door. Like just those types of things. So with this whole relationship series that I'm planning to do, it's like, those are the things that I really want to dive into and get into because there are so many ways that we look at relationships and companionship. And a lot of times the way that we look at things, is like on the surface, right? Are they able to provide for you? And I, I guess some people don't see that as a surface issue, but I say it's on the surface because it's like, it's pretty easy to find a, a job. Um, I know in the economy and everything that we're living in right now, it may be a little bit more difficult because so many industries are like going down. And I guess that's another reason why I say it because it's like, who is that person that's gonna be there for you when you can't work? Not because you don't wanna work, but you literally, your job, your occupation is literally shut down because of what we're going through right now. Like going through this whole COVID-19 and coronavirus, like it's changed so much about our lives just in general. And I think it really has put the focus back to where it needs to be. Like as far as your friendships, as far as your family, your uh, relationships, because we can't really go to many places, right? Like we're not in quarantine technically right now, but here in Michigan, they just have gone through another shutdown. So it's like when you get in a, a position like this, where you're a single person, you don't you don't have anybody that's living with you, you don't have any children, it's like, you depend on your other family members, right? Or your other friends to be around. But then for those of us that, um, well, you know, we're working from home and then you have a loved one that's been exposed and then they have to quarantine, so you can't really see them. Or when you're going through a stay at home order, it's like, then you start to realize, right? Oh, wow. It's nobody here but me. <laughs> Thankfully, I have my little dogs and, you know, everything to keep me company. And of course, we were going through our uh, our FaceTime phase and Zoom phase and, you know, all the Zoom parties and all that type of stuff. But 
literally having someone physically next to you to go through something like this with you is just like so crucial. It's so important. And I think many of us don't realize it because either you're not in that position where you don't, um, of course, you have, you know, your spouse or whatever significant other, you have your children. So some people don't realize what other people that don't have all those things are going through. Like, I hear so many people saying, oh, just stay at home. Stop being selfish. Um be concerned about others and everything like that but you're saying that from the comfort of your home where you have a child a husband you know or you have a wife a a mother whatever you have family that's living directly with you and I've even heard of people like saying let's uh, quarantine together so all of us are going to be in this one house or whatever but what if you're one of those people that is not really close to your family. And I'm not saying that this is me, I'm just speaking from another person's perspective. So, um, you know, you have people that during this time are feeling super alone and some have even resorted to like committing suicide. And I think that that's something that we really don't take into consideration. Like those of us that do have at least family and friends or whatever that we can say, hey, I'm coming over there. But um, there are those that just don't have that. And when he touched on that in the comedy sketch, it's just like, that's my entire, one of my reasons for doing this, um, this relationship series, because in these type of times, you realize how important that, that foundation and that base really is and how important it is. Like, imagine if you were going through that. Like, I think about the people, like even my my grandfather right now, it's like, you know, you're in a nursing home and of course people do their job, but they don't take care of you with the same care as your family would. And just having to be separated from them when you're used to being with your family every single day. You're used to seeing them every day when you wake up. You're used to seeing them when you go to before you go to bed. You're used to talking to them on the phone regularly. And then because of the restrictions and things like that, it's like you can't do all of those things anymore. It really starts to put things into perspective for you. Where it's like, wow, how much do we really need each other? How much do we really take each other for granted? And the time that we spend with one another and how many times do we argue over the most pettiest things and fall out over the most pettiest things where we're not talking to each other, we're not communicating because you left the toilet seat up too many times or you put the toilet paper on the wrong way or when you wash the dishes, you didn't wring out the dishcloth. And I'm not going to say that those things are not irritating, like, We know you can be irritated by things like that. But when it all comes down to it, you have somebody that's there for you to go through a difficult time with you. And I think about all those people like that had to literally die in the hospital all alone, like not surrounded by their family, not um, not having anyone 
just to hold or rub your hand in those last moments. Like, it's just, you wonder, like, what what was going through their mind at that time? And you hear so many people say, I came in this world alone. I'll die alone. But it's like, is that what you really want? Like, we say those things. Sometimes it's the defense mechanism. Sometimes people might really legit feel that way. But it's like, when you get in that situation where you need that butt wiper in your life, I think it literally changes changes your perspective where it's like you don't feel that way anymore because you need someone like not want you need someone at that time. So um, I'm really excited to get into this relationship series and really start digging into some of these topics and just kind of um, getting you all's perspective on things as well, because I'm considering um changing platforms where it can be like a lot more interactive because I do want to interact with my listeners and I get a lot of DMs when people listen to the podcast and just telling me like I love your perspective and just hearing you talk about certain things and then they kind of want to talk about it with me and I think it would just be great to have a place where everybody could just interact with each other like yeah when I heard this it made me think about this and then we're just feeding off each other and each other's ideas because when it comes down to it we do need each other as much as you may be independent like I even consider myself to be a super independent person which I am like tremendously independent is sometimes scary but when it comes down to it it's like we do we need each other like as independent as i am it's time when it's like okay sierra like you literally cannot do this by yourself like i was um kind of laughing to myself the other day i was helping um a friend of mine which i call her my mom because um she's around the same age as my mom but we've gotten close over the past year so So we went to her friend's house and got this turkey. And they're like, you know, this turkey is so heavy. And, um, you know, her friend was like really being so considerate of me. And she's like, you got to make sure you bend your knees because we don't want you to hurt your back. And, um, you know, because they both have um, back injuries. And, you know, my mom also has a back injury. So I know what it's like. And I've been in a couple car accidents at this point myself where people not paying attention have ran into the back of me, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so, you know, they're really like stressing, like, be careful with the turkey and, you know, make sure you bend your knees and when you lift it in this and other. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know, just being respectful and polite and everything. But I'm thinking literally like two weeks ago, I was lifting a 48 by um, 20 whatever window <laughs> or 58, 28 by 58 window, like literally by myself with no assistance. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm gonna be careful with this turkey though. <laughs> But it's just like, you know, I know that they have my my best interest and my well-being at heart. And I mean, it even ties back into what I'm saying. Like, that's what you want in your corner. Like, you want somebody that's going to look out for you and support you and just be there for you, especially in your 
lowest moments like everything is going on at this time and just processing everything and how right before thanksgiving occurred we got this it's not technically a stay-at-home order but it's like oh don't socialize with anybody um more more than one household outside of your own or whatever and it's like it's about to be thanksgiving like but for your safety and for the safety of others and be considerate of others and all that type of thing. But hey, here's a, a lone soldier over here, you know, by myself. I guess I'll be cooking my own Thanksgiving dinner. Like, I literally don't think that people think about those things. Like, even the governor, you know, it's, it's her life, you know what I'm saying? But she has, what, a husband, how many children? So it's like, it's, I don't wanna say it's easy to say, but for those people that have that, they don't really think about those of us that are out here that don't have all of that. And it's like, okay, here's the holiday coming up. And people literally just um, don't want to even be with anybody else. It's, it's crazy. Like I never thought that I would experience a holiday like this because growing up, it would be like 99 of us in a, a, a bungalow, two, three bedroom house with one bathroom like <laughs> sitting on each other's laps no mask you know just chilling like having a good time laughing and joking all night and it's like thinking about today's time and when you say okay don't socialize with anybody else for more than one household and then it's like okay I'm a household then my mom is a household so that's it for us <laughs> Then my sister is another household, like, so technically she not even supposed to be here for real. Like, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you think about. But I don't think other people think about that. They have like, it's five people in your household. So, you know, that's a decent gathering. <laughs> even if nobody else comes. Just thinking about those types of things and um, just wanting to hear your perspectives and like just get to know each other and make this just a more um, sociable platform and, or um, place where people can just <clears throat> share their ideas and feelings and hearing from other people that maybe have had that surgery that I mentioned or just been through something that some time when they had to have like somebody be there for them in that capacity. So I'm excited about this um, new series and I hope that you all are excited too. Of course, as always, I want to hear like what you're thinking, what you're feeling about what I said and um, I'm looking forward to sharing more with you all. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.